Arkansas Row Crops Radio, providing up-to-date information and timely recommendations on row crop production in Arkansas. Welcome to Arkansas Row Crops Radio. I'm Jared Hardke, Rice Extension Agronomist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Today I'd like to talk a few minutes about the use of harvest aids in rice, particularly sodium chlorate. Uh, this is really kind of kind of somewhat increased in the past several years. We estimate that we're applying sodium chlorate to anywhere from 30, maybe even 40 percent of acres, receiving some kind of application of sodium chlorate to, to help with harvest, desiccate that upper plant material and, and, and lower grain moisture so we can get moved on with harvest. However, there's been some conversation about uh, perhaps some misinformation about what you can expect out of these applications and so just to cover some do's and don'ts of this material we're also covered it in in writing in the in the 82120 Arkansas rice update but to, to verbalize a little bit of that here we want to try to use this as a tool to help with harvest but also minimize risk so several things to keep in mind when when trying to use sodium chlorate as a harvest aid in rice one of the biggest things we've seen over the past few years revisiting harvest aids kind of focusing on hybrids the last couple of years because a lot of earlier work was focused on varieties so getting a better look at using them on hybrids one thing that's remained consistent regardless from from older data on varieties to some newer data on hybrids is that we really want to try to complete rice harvest in five days or less after a sodium chlorate application basically what we see is that when you get obviously even faster is better but what we see when we get kind of beyond that initial five days when you start getting out to seven days or more after an application there's really a good chance for for heavy dews or rainfall to uh, in increase the, the the effect on milling basically causing more wetting and drying and fissuring of, of rapidly drying kernels uh, you can also get into the the further you wait the more excessive drying can occur on those panicle branches and possibly lead to some more loss and dropping of kernels through shattering in that way and even further taking it is actually starting to shut down those entire plants if enough time goes by which can make them collapse and increase lodging so there's definitely instances out there where folks have seen that they've been able to wait as long as seven days or i guess in some cases a couple more and not really see any dramatic impacts those are going to be the exception not the rule and you can say that you you kind of got away with something there but at the end of the day you can say you didn't really see a negative impact from that, but without a check or a control in place, it's going to be impossible to know whether or not you lost five bushels or a couple of points of milling or both or something to that effect out there. So it's hard to know, but with those side-by-side -side comparisons and research we've seen where, where that risk is very real and at times can lead to, to some substantial losses when we've waited too long. A few other points, uh, we currently recommend something that really hasn't changed from the early recommendations is do not salt varieties until grain moisture is below 25%. In the case of hybrids, we don't want to salt until grain moisture is below 23%. Anytime we've done the, the, the work where grain moisture has been 23 to 25%, uh, there's some some increasing negative impacts that could come into play again all of these negative impacts are exaggerated the longer you wait to harvest so that that big key still being harvesting in a short amount of time 
On the other end of the spectrum, once grain moisture gets below 18%, we generally recommend to, to no longer make a salt or sodium chlorate application to the rice. Uh, for medium grains, that, that for me is really going to be an absolute cutoff, especially for something like Titan uh, that is earlier maturing and dries down a lot more rapidly than, say, Jupiter, which tends to, to really, really drag out. Long grains, you might be able to cheat below that 18% moisture mark, uh, but you really need to start harvesting almost immediately because that, that grain moisture, again, is, is going to fall very rapidly and the plants potentially get, get over dry very fast. But we, we don't always see like a, a huge uh, impact versus salting or not around that 18% to maybe just below the mark. The lower the grain moisture at the time of application, the more you should maybe consider using a lower rate of sodium chlorate. A lot of the products out there now are, are five pounds of, of sodium chlorate uh, per gallon. So a one gallon rate give you five pounds. Uh, that, that's gonna work pretty well and, and is look good, especially across the higher moisture rice. If you're gonna play with still making some kind of application to, to desiccate that upper canopy as you're approaching lower moisture ranges, you might consider using a half gallon rate, which would give you two and a half pounds of sodium chlorate. And that's gonna hopefully decrease the risk of over drying the rice. Now, some older work that was done comparing those, those roughly those same higher and lower rates didn't show a dramatic difference, uh, times not even a significant difference uh, between the rates in terms of what it did for reducing grain moisture. So you should still get some of the same impact at a lower rate, but again, we're, we're trying to reduce our risk by using that lower rate and making sure that we don't overdry things. So again, um, looking at not starting until you know a little bit uh, lower moisture potentially with the hybrids, and and be careful with uh, you know reaching a point where you stop salting. My overall goal is to use the sodium chlorate as a harvest aid, a tool, and in a lot of situations on rice that is just not quite ready. So maybe we can we can use the sodium chlorate to get it started, and by the time we get through some of those initial acres. We can then move into rice that the moisture is already naturally falling lower and in a range where we can go after it and avoid the cost and additional risk of, of sodium chloride applications out there. Definitely been a little bit of unevenness to the, to the heading and maturity of the crop out there. That's going to play a role in your, in your decision making this year of when or if to make a sodium chloride application. Again, leaning conservatively if you're fairly uneven out there and uncertain. Uh, about you know later maturing areas in the field, then we're going to want to going to lean down and get further and further away from that 23 or 25 percent top end to try to make sure we get kind of everything in the more reasonable window that it's a safe application to make. So uh, never an easy decision to make, but something we just need to be careful and mindful of when we make those applications that we're not going to do any more harm than good. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Be happy to visit with you about uh, more in depth on some of that work that we've done and certainly any other questions that may come up surrounding the use of harvest aids in rice. Uh, with that, uh, once again, Jared Hardkey, Rice Extension Agronomist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Thank you for joining us once again on Arkansas Row Crops Radio. See you next time and have a rice day. Arkansas Row Crops Radio is a production of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information, please contact your local county extension agent or visit uaex.edu.